Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Well, we spoke to John Dubmansney earlier from Harness Racing New South Wales and we talked about this new race, over $2 million, the Eureka, to be run September of 2023 at Menangle. Chris Barsby is with us. Good morning, Chris. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, and everyone. Queensland have got the current favourite in that tab market. There's a long way to go, but Leap to Fame is right there at $9 at this stage for the Eureka. Yeah, just thinking about that overnight, Steve, the horse that's not even on the market probably should be, probably should be one of the favourites is Beckham. Um, an Australian bred horse that's in New Zealand, funnily enough, uh, but uh, he's eligible because he's an Australian bred horse. He's currently a two-year-old, so he'll be a three-year-old by the time this race is run next year. And, uh, you know, he's one that should be uh, under serious consideration, not only for potential slot uh, finders, but uh, also for punters as well, because uh, this is a very exciting prospect. So, uh, How's it spelled, Chris? I might get the boys, Glenn Munsey and the team, to put it in the market, ASAP. B-E-C-K-H-A-M. All right, simple as that. Soccer player. Lovely. Yep. Well, he's one that should be uh, shortlisted for sure and certain. And here's another one that should be shortlisted because we're about to head west first up this morning. And, and this horse needs to be shortlisted as well. Wonderful to fly. We keep talking about this filly because she's so exciting, Steve. She's set to start a very short price favourite tomorrow night when she lines up in a Group 2 feature. It's the Gold Bullion three-year-old Phillies final at Gloucester Park, and her record speaks for itself. With victory tomorrow night, she will certainly go in excess of $250,000, and uh, she's on the tips of uh, many people's tongues right now because she just keeps doing the job. And her trainer driver is Shane Young, and he joins us first up this morning. Shane, appreciate the time. Yep, no worries. Um... How are you all going? Thanks, Chris. I'm very well. You've got the entire country talking about this, Philly, and for good reason. She is blessed with so much ability. Uh, yeah, look, um, yeah, it's sort of unbelievable that she can be doing what she's doing, but um, she's certainly uh, a very, very fast horse. Um, yeah, and her record, as you said, speaks for itself. The backstory to Wonderful to Fly, how did she end up in your care? Um, yeah, look, we, um, I had some clients looking for a horse and, um, I just had to mention my father one day on the jog track said, oh, we, we're sort of looking for a horse. And he actually said, oh, I got one down here that goes all right. And, um, at the time I didn't have a lot to do. So I said, oh, I'll just come down and take her around and see what I thought of her. Um, she wasn't actually for sale at the time, but anyway, um, took her around, liked, liked her attitude. Good, good going, Philly. And with our bonuses here, she's what we call double Westbred. So, um, you know, I sort of messaged the owners and said if they had anything to sell, we were interested, and they give me a list, and she was on it. So went down, went through the process of um, you know looking at her and all that, and um, yeah, we end up we end up buying her, and um, yeah, the rest is history. So tell me this, the fact that she's going around in an APG-style series race tomorrow night, was she passed in at that sale? Yes, yeah, she was, um, apparently it was about $10,000 that you could have bought her for at the sale, yeah. <laughs> That's very cheap. Uh, it is now, yes, <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> so as I said, she's got more than $200,000 against her name as it stands, but with those 
We're spread bonuses. What what has she actually earned? Uh, look, without being 100%, I think she's probably around 320. Wow. Because um, okay. like, if he wins, say she wins on a Friday night, normal Gloucester Park meeting, she actually gets about $20,000. Okay. Okay. Now That's her record can, yeah, two right it is, two right. And I think there's a lot more to to, to come. As a two year old, she won nine from sixteen. She won a Group One race. She's returned this season as a three year old. She's won five from eight. The obvious question that I want to ask: Have you got to the bottom of Wonderful to Fly as yet? Uh, look, I don't think so. Um, but you know, I, I'm. The way I'm training at the moment, I'm just leaving her alone because she's she's performing, she's doing well. So, you know, sometimes you try a bit too hard to get more out of them and that doesn't work. So I would only do that if I had to. Um, so, yeah, not certain, but don't think so. Okay. Did she surprise you with that last start win? That was last Friday night, Good Friday. The way she finished off that race, it was a sub-27 quarter she dropped and you didn't move on the filly. Did that surprise you when you saw the sectional? Uh, not really, because <laughs> I know, you know, she, she went home in the 55 uh, another night when she drew one and similar, very, you know, just sort of hardly asking her to run. So, look, she's deceivingly quick. Um, and, yeah, so it didn't surprise me. I mean, didn't go out to run run the, the, the quarter or the half, but, you know, she obviously had it soft early and then she wanted to, to roll herself. So, no, she's just blessed with a lot of natural ability, Um it's probably one of those ones that we say she's got X factor. Mm, yeah, I think that's a fair call. She's beaten the boy. She's won over a trip as well. She's proven herself beyond 2,500 metres. Uh, I've spoken to a lot of good judges over there in Perth and they're raving about their spilly. The Oaks and the Derby, could she be capable of winning both? Um, yeah, look I, look, I mean, I've probably never been in that position to be you know, this is the best best horse I've trained. I've had some decent ones. So, you know, to, to how good she is or compared to uh, who she's going to race, and I think there's a couple of Kiwi, ex-Kiwi fillies here now that obviously, depending on barrier draws and that, but I, I'm sure that if she held her form that she's in now, um, I, it, yeah, she, I think she is capable. Uh, and, I'm, you know, the other thing, I, I think at the moment, we're not seeing the preferred option of how she would probably race at her best. I think held up for for one run at them, you 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 may even see a better horse. Okay, those features now with the calendar change, uh, they're later in the year. Uh, yeah, I think um, probably October, November, or September, October. Um, I do look at them, and then sort of um, your memory is not as good as it used to be, so they. Um, I'll look a bit closer, you know, later when after her next few runs to, to how we program her. Okay. Can, can I pitch this to you? The, the, the Queensland Winter Carnival, they've got a race here called the Rising Sun, three-year-olds and four-year-olds. It's worth really good money. There's a $100,000 bonus if a three-year-old wins it. Would you consider that? Has there been any sort of talk from any Queensland officials as yet? I haven't had it. No, I haven't had anything official. I mean, there's been a, you know, I've heard a little bit of talk, obviously, on Matthew's show the other day. Um, and yeah, look, initially I would have said no, and that's probably still the way I would sway. But obviously, you know, if I saw the whole criteria, and I'd need to know the logistics of getting her there, getting her home, 
their West breads about a month after the Queensland oak. So I have look. I've looked at it, and, and you know, at this stage I probably wouldn't go, but I, it's not a definite no. Okay. And following the announcement yesterday with this new race that was launched by Harness Racing Australia, the Eureka, three and four year old, she'll be a four year old next year. Is that something that you'll start sort of focusing on and just keeping in the back of your mind when you're sort of programming Wonderful to Fly? Oh, look, I mean, definitely. I mean, I'm not, I'm not of the belief, you know, and she may prove prove that she's good enough to go in it. But I mean, to to get into that sort of race would be, you know, something you never really think that you can do. But maybe this filly can do it, or when she becomes the mayor. So. Look, and, and the money on offer is fantastic and, and a good boost for our industry. So, um, you know, it'll be so it's probably a once in a lifetime chance, and she's gonna, you know, she's gonna be in that four year old age bracket that she's eligible. So, I'd probably never get another chance. Well, you're not looking at getting a, another chance to get in it. So, definitely would be on the on the program. And obviously, we've got some good mares races and maybe a ladyship mile. You know, those, those things are are obviously she may be capable of doing so. Um, well, yeah, we'll definitely look at it. Just on that, uh, ha- have you received any sort of offers for the filly along the way? Uh, no, no, no. Um, she wouldn't be for sale. We uh, Same deal. She's maybe a once-in-a-lifetime horse for me, and I'm comfortable enough, but I'm not desperate for the money. So, um, And got other owners that are, that are enjoying the ride. So, you know, at, at the moment, while she's sound, she'll keep earning. We're having a lot of fun with her. And, um, you know, I think um, she is getting a reputation. I think she's sort of maybe getting a little bit of a fan club around that that, that she can go so quick. You know, I've, I've watched her races and it's hard to believe how quick her legs go when she sort of starts to run. She does have a beautiful action, though, when you watch her closely. Yeah, yeah, no, she's she's a very good gated filly. Uh, had a few little issues early and had a bit of trouble with her, you know, teaching her to settle. But um, pretty much now we've got all that right. She's nearly become a professional racehorse. You know, she can do work. She's got speed. She'll back off. Um, you know, so you know, she's pretty much the all-round horse. Okay. Does she put this field away easily tomorrow night? Is there anything that you're you're concerned about as far as a threat? Uh, look, other than something going wrong, you know, she should be winning and she can, she can not being clever, but, you know, she she's the best horse. She should be leading and she can probably sort of pretty much win by whatever she needs to or wants to or, you know, she may have a bit of a hit out tomorrow. She, she's had a few soft runs the last couple and we'll back off her after tomorrow and get her ready for the diamond. So, yeah, look, I mean, she just looks the winner. And like I said, not trying to be clever. All right. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, Who knows? There might be a few phone calls headed your way from Queensland over the next couple of weeks. I really appreciate the time and good luck tomorrow night with that feature. Yeah, thanks very much, Chris. Bye. There's Shane Young joining us all the way from Perth. Speaking of good fillies, tomorrow night at Albion Park, Queensland's best filly, resumes. Uh, She's set to go around. We've got to be patient. We've got to wait till the final race. It's a gold bullion uh, heat tomorrow night at Albion Park and we're talking about Cat King Cole. She returns to action for her trainer Darren Weeks and Darren's been kind enough to join us now. Darren, good good morning. Appreciate the time. Morning, Chris. No worries. Are you looking forward to getting back to the track with her tomorrow night? 
Yeah, we definitely are, Chris. She's uh, It's been a long time, and uh, so we're getting excited, yeah. Okay, she's had the two trials back. Everything's ready to go? Yeah, no, she's really good. Um, I would have liked to have had a, a race start before the... Uh, before Friday night, but uh, we had a bit of a hiccup at the trials and didn't qualify, so that put us back a week. So, um, but she's ready to go. Okay, just on those two trials, uh, she performed really well in both trials. Did you get everything out of those trials that you were wanting, probably just apart from that lack of race fitness? Yeah, so I thought they were really good trials. Um, it, the the second trial when she missed the start a bit to keep out of, out of trouble's way. Um, she she worked really good in the run and run home well and um, that was just a really good trial for her and she benefited heaps from that. So, no, I think she's right. Where she's at's good, yeah. Okay. Now, there's been talk about a, a change in driver. Kylie's not driving as we know right now and there was whispers at the awards night that could be a new driver. It's now official. Angus Garrard is down to drive. Yeah, yeah. Angus will uh, take the drive on, on her, so... Um, yeah, he'll, he'll go well. Just on that, was there a bit of discussion with the ownership group about who who the candidates were for the, the drive on Captain Cole this season? Uh, there was no big discussion. We just, uh, Kylie and I decided that um, we'd give Angus a go and um, he's he looks after the horses and nurses them around and, and we thought that she needed a, a calm driver like that and uh, so we just thought we'd give, give him a go. So, so Kylie wasn't tempted to make a comeback? <laughs> uh, she probably is or was, but um, she's just at this stage, she's, she's not going to drive, no. Okay, okay. Now, just with this race tomorrow night, the top two in betting are Cat King Cole and Delightful Lou, another filly that you prepare. How big a gap is there between these two fillies, Darren? Um, I... <sighs> I've been happy with Delightful Lou, and I thought she was working really well. Um, when Cat King Cole sort of caught up with Delightful Lou and they, they worked together and stuff, um, on their track work, Cat King Cole is far superior. Um, but I do think that Delightful Lou does um, step up at the races too. She's not such a great track worker. so um, But on their track work at home, Cat King Cole, she's um, a really nice, nice horse, nice worker. So is there any chance that Delightful Lou could stretch her a little bit tomorrow night, given the conditions? She's got a second row draw, Cat King Cole. She's first up. Delightful Lou's got residual fitness. Is there any sort of hope there for Delightful Lou? Well, I think only if Cat King Cole strikes trouble or, you know, gets held up. Um, I think in clear running, Cat King Cole probably should be too good. But, you know, you never know. Like I said, Delightful Lou's work's been really good as well. Um, so, you know, she, there is a chance she could, I guess. Okay. So safely through tomorrow night, where do we go next with these fillies? Well, this is a prelude of the final, which is on the following Saturday, I think. So they'll race in that um, gold bullion final. And uh, and then I, I think the Breeders isn't that far away, a few weeks away. So we'll just get them ready for that. I'm not... At King Cole, anyway, the other fillies is uh, New South Wales bred. Okay. So, Cat King Cole, and then it's just full steam to the carnival? Well, yeah, all going well. That's that's the target, and um, we just hope she steps up in the big races, you know. All right. Speaking of stepping up, going beyond a mile, 
How do you think she'll cope with that this season? I don't think she'll have a problem. I, I think um, she, you know, she's not a ratty horse. She doesn't usually over race. She did in the last race last year, but she actually settles really good with it with a sit, um, and she will settle in front as well. So I don't think it'll trouble her. She's a lot stronger this year in herself. She's filled out, and she's um, yeah, she's a lot stronger filly now. I think. Okay. The announcement yesterday about the new race starting next year, next September, the Eureka. Does that sort of make any appeal to you with Cat King Cole at this early stage? Oh, we won't even think about races like that. Um, Chris will just sort of will target her immediate, you know, state breads and all that. And then, you know, if, you know, if she does measure up, we'll worry about that later. But that's, um, yeah, they're just pipe dreams at the moment. Okay. Speeches, Silver steps out again on Saturday night, backing up from his win last week. He was awesome last week. Yeah, he's a great little horse. He, he very rarely runs a bad race. It's, um, you know, usually only the barrier draws that, that get him beat. So, but he's he's really going well at the moment, yeah. Yeah, given the way that race played out last week, they went steady, you know, during that first half. So it was going to be a sprint home, but it's just that change-up speed. It's just so lethal. Yeah, he, he's a quick little horse and um, he's becoming very versatile as well. You know, he's, um, I think, uh, going forward, you know, we'll be able to, um, he's not just a one-trick pony, we'll be able to run him out the gate a bit or sit parked or, you know, sit and sprint, whatever we want to do with him. So I think he's finally sort of, um, you know, grounded in that open company. He's a free-for-all now. So, yeah, we're really happy with the way he's going. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's a nasty draw on paper on Saturday night, though. Terrible draw, yeah. It's um, yeah, not not the best, but you know, you never know in those races they could bust up. But yeah, not the draw we would have picked, no. That's Matthew's problem now, not yours. <laughs> well, that's right. That's why they get paid the big bucks, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we Matthew's a great driver go. and he's doing a good yeah. job, so he'll know what to do. Is the Redcliffe Cup a, a, a target for him coming up now that it's worth, you know, that extra bit of money? It's a hundred thousand dollar race. Could he easily sort of fit into a race like that? Yeah, maybe. I mean, um, the the racing's going to be very tough and win a carnival, but uh, when all the big guns turn up, so you know, if if that is an option that might be a little bit easier for him, yeah, we'll definitely look at it. So yeah, it is an option. All right. You've got a number of key charges today stepping out at this Redcliffe meeting. I think you'll be in the winner's circle today. Suzuki, this is her race today. <laughs> we hope so, yeah. No, she's, she's going well, so, yeah, it looks a good race for her, yeah. All right, good stuff. Plenty to look forward to. Really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. Thanks, Chris. There's Darren Weeks joining us. So Cat King Cole steps out tomorrow night, Steve. So we look forward to seeing her. And uh, it's a good weekend for the Phillies. So wonderful to fly in action tomorrow night. And it just coincides with Cat King Cole being in that last race. So who knows? We might be able to compare the two after they struck their stuff. Matty Young joins us each and every Thursday morning. He's online with us now. Matt, good morning. Good morning to you, Chris. We've got some good fillies going around this weekend, none more so than wonderful to fly over there in the West, and uh, it's only bad luck that's going to beat her by the look of it. Yeah, look, uh, I'm pretty confident she'll just run to the top again, control the race and win, and, yeah, it's a, it's a really good time for Shane to be involved with her because uh, he's, he's gained the respect of his peers in the last probably two months, and 
Um, it's really starting to show on the racetrack with uh, they should just hand up to her and be happy to run second. $50,000 race, good money to run second and not have a good one outside trying to run you into the ground. Mm. We spoke with Shane uh, just uh, earlier, just talking about this race tomorrow night, talking about future plans, possibly the Queensland Winter Carnival. But following the news yesterday from Harness Racing Australia, this new race, the Eureka, she's building up this huge following now, wonderful to fly. And, and that's a long-range target. Let's, let's be honest, uh, given her record and the way she's progressing, this has got to be on the, uh, on the agenda now for wonderful to fly and her connections because uh, she could easily fit the bill and, and be in that race. She's an Australian-bred horse. She's here. She's fit. And uh, who knows? Uh, that's a big race target down the track that they've got to consider. Yeah, exactly right. And I think Shane's pretty open to the idea of being able to take her over east um, in due course, whether it's for winter or whether it's uh, as a four-year-old. Those are decisions that he'll need to make. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure once she gets to the end of her three-year-old preparation, uh, he'll be looking at a stint maybe east with her uh, potentially ladyship mile for Eureka, um, maybe even try and have a crack at the chariots of fire if she's if she's excelled mm. good enough over the next six months. So those are options that um, he's got to be able to make and uh, I'm sure he'll sit down and work out a plan with her going forward and you've spoken to him today. So, um, yeah, he's, he's still thinking about what he's going to do next with her, but uh, a, a lot... A lot rides on how she is and how she's feeling and uh, depending on how she goes through tomorrow night she should be able to leave with a win and head on towards another feature race one thing that staggered me when when you're speaking with shane there's been no offers just given the uh, the huge interest in in aussie fillies and mares i thought maybe maybe the yanks might have been on the phone but he said there's been no offers not that she's for sale but uh, i was just you know stunned that uh, there hasn't been any sort of money talk at this point in time yeah it is interesting but at the same time i also think people probably look at it and uh, probably wouldn't think shane would sell uh, at the especially at this stage so uh that's probably where they're coming from um there there has been some interest uh that has been brought forward towards me about whether he would sell to america and um, I just said, look, I just don't think he will. And that, that's pretty much been it. There was no offers. It was just a conversation. So um, that's pretty much been it with her. But, yeah, I'm sure the offers will come in and I'm sure Shane, by the end of the three-year-old season, would probably be open to looking at those offers. OK. Uh, as we said, it's a big night uh, tomorrow night over there at uh, Gloucester Park with all of these... APG finals. Speaking of Perth and APG, um, Mighty Ronaldo, he's likely to make the trip from Perth to the East Coast and he's going to be contesting that series. I think the finals in, in Sydney for the, uh, uh, the, the four-year-old Entires and Geldings. Justin Prentice trains Mighty Ronaldo. He's going to be right in the mix. And the fact that Justin is seriously, you know, uh, considering this and, and going ahead and, and making plans as far as all the logistics are concerned, he knows he's got a horse good enough to win this series. Yeah, exactly right. And if anyone who's seen Mighty Ronaldo race know that he is an incredibly versatile horse and he's won the Derby and the Golden Slipper from sitting back in the field and a lot of his other races he's been able to either lead or breeze. So he won the Bunbury Cup sitting one out, one back, beating a new million-dollar earner in Vault and Tin. So he is, he's a horse with an incredible amount of depth 
I think that's uh, something that needs to be uh, first and foremost at the front of the mind is how how much depth he has got and his ability to be versatile. And so it doesn't really matter what race he goes into, he's going to be capable of uh, knocking anything off wherever he sits. So uh, it's, a, it's a truly great thing to have in a good horse like Mighty Ronaldo. And when you're taking a horse east, it's very, very good to be able to go there and have options no matter where you draw. And Junior's booked a drive? Yes, yes, Junior's Junior's uh, booked a drive. He was trying to do his best work to get Shane to seem wonderful to fly over there and he put his hand up to drive her. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, no, it's, I think it's a bit more confusing for the three-year-old fillies than it is for four-year-olds. So, um, yeah, Mighty Ronaldo will definitely be there as... I know, as of late, is he is going there, but it just depends, as you said, on the logistics and whether he can make it there and uh, everything works out to be A-OK for Justin. Yeah, well, let's hope it does go off uh, and, and these plans can be put in place because you'll certainly add something to that series, no doubt about it. What's your best bet coming through tomorrow night? Uh, tomorrow night, I'm pretty keen on one in race two, number six, Distinguished Taste. This horse has got tremendous gate speed. I think he'll burn across and lead this field. And from there, I think he'll win uh, his first up run. He crossed, he's our Perseus, and then was taken on by, he's our Perseus. He then went around in his second race as a short price favourite, but he led from the middle of the line and crossed easy. Uh, he's just got such good gates, being such a good front runner. The horses inside him are serviceable out, but they're not blistering, and he'll get that slingshot across. So... Distinguished taste for me, race two, number six for Johnny Graham and Emily Savelko looks the best on the card. Okay, so race two, number six, roughly what price are we uh, talking here? I I priced him around about $2.30. On the harness site next to his price, he's been marked down at $18. So if I get anywhere near that, I'd be pretty happy. But yeah, I I priced him about $2.30. All right, all right. We'll take the tip. Race two, number six. Distinguished taste, and uh, I see your old mate Volton Tim steps out in the free for all, which is race number five. He's got to overcome gate nine. Won't be easy, but can can he go uh, back to uh, Gloucester Park and and stake another victory there? Yeah, he was so close last week over the twenty one thirty. So up to the twenty five hundred, I think. Uh, I think Mitchell just let things unfold initially. Uh, there's a couple of nice ones in the race. Texas Tiger, as we know how good he is. Uh, he's drawn in gate six and too fast, too serious. He's had a little bit of a freshen up drawn in gate number eight. So I think they'll probably push forward and try and get into decent spots early. And I think Mitchell will just sit back, wait for them to go to back off, and then he'll switch around to the breeze. And from there, I think he'll be pretty hard to beat. His form says he'll be pretty hard to beat. So, uh, yeah, I think he'll go pretty close to being able to win another race. All right. Well, watch with interest here. It's a good program. All eyes on Wonderful to Fly. Now, there's a number of Queensland officials that'll be tuned in for that race and uh, taking in uh, the action of that staff, Philly. But we've got the tip. Race two, number six, Distinguished Taste. Matty, as always, appreciate the time. We'll chat again next week. Cheers, mate.